Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. 7-0 Beavers, second and 10 at their own 41, 543 to go in the first quarter. A slot left to the field side, out of the eye formation, a lead play to Damian, good cutback. Martinez, 40, 45, 40, he's on his way, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Beavers, Damian Martinez again, 59 yards, and the Beavers lead it 13 to nothing. This is Dirt and Sprague. On second down at 5, snap back to throw. Three-man rush, downfield, it's caught, spinning the blade, 40, 30, 20, come on, yes, touchdown! With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Here we go, it comes down to this, Jason Myers between the hash marks from 43, the kick is going to be long enough, and the kick is good! Jason Myers wins it on the last play of the game! Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Happy Monday, everybody. What is happening? Schultz in for Swigard today. Swag did a basketball game. He had, a, he, had a, he had worked very hard this weekend. I had to talk to Swigard at 12.30 on Saturday night. I'd never want to talk to Swigard after midnight. I don't need swag in my life that late at night. Is that what time the post game was? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark. What time did you get home on, on, on Saturday, Schulte? Uh, like 2.15. Golly. 2.15 a.m. Yeah. And so I grabbed uh, like one of the only places that was open, you know, fast food-wise, and my burger had a hair in it. <laughs> Oh, so that just that was, was short the, and curly. Yeah, no, not a short and curly, a long clump. Oh, the, oh a clump! That's the worst kind. And you just know, like I, I've been with my wife now for twelve years, married for over two. I love her to death. I know her hair; it was not hers, and I, I made that summation very quickly. And I was extremely gross. Why, did, why didn't you eat the media food? Why did you need to go to a burger joint? Um, I, I did eat the media food. It was just late. I mean, God, the game started at like 7.45, actually. It was a 7.30 kick, got pushed to 7.45. I'd been there with dirt since 3, and it was a hell of a time for me getting down there anyways, so I was just <laughs> extra hungry. Schultz is always coming in hot. Whenever he comes somewhere, he's always just, just steamrolling into town. I do have a question, though. Did you eat the burger? Uh... 
I mean, I had already gotten yes, halfway he did. through you it. Did. No, yes, no, 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 no. I'd gotten halfway through it, then discovered it immediately upon discovering it oh, in the trash. You threw it away? Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. It's God. like a, halfway through discovered. Ah. Yeah, it was the. It, it was like, I guess I got the clean half. I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't yeah, know how to I, uh, it. I'm going to take, like, I night games are fun. They're a great time. No, they're not. Eh, no, no, they're not. they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're great when you watch them on TV. Like, I don't mind being on my couch, and then the game's over at, like, 1030, and you're like, okay, it's time for bed. Wander over to your bedroom. Like, that is totally totally okay being at a night game like no thank god there's not more than one of those a year like i'm not cut out for this man i can't i can't stay up that late anymore well that's but see the night game this is the problem with the night game it breeds irresponsibility it totally does it breeds bad decision making the lack of sleep you don't get to be a fully functional human on sunday schultz you were there from three o'clock you said you got there three i don't know what time your post game started five okay yeah so and you got home at 215 yeah and Swag didn't even call me at the end of the show, so I, I didn't even get to do my uh, my. I'm, I'm a, you was know supposed I, to call you. I, I'm, I am on the list. It says prepare for phoner with Swag. No, he texts us uh, dirt and dusty, which uh, I find it interesting. Like Dusty's actually worked the whole game. Like, he did. Yeah, Dirt did the pregame show, but Dirt got to mosey around that sideline for most of the time he was down there. I'm just kind of mosey, and I just mosey around. Schultz's the one that does the postgame audio interview stuff. He's the one that's in the trenches. Are you asking any questions? Because I'm watching these post games and I'm yeah. trying to listen for voices. Usually, yeah. No, actually, I, I think it was just too many people, or the uh, SID just didn't want to hear from me because I rose raised my hand a couple of times. Really, <laughs> did not get a question in. But one of my answers didn't get called on my, a couple weeks ago the the whole blood in the water thing that was my question that i asked coach blood in the water yes he said i asked coach i said you know it seemed like you started to get into a groove going into halftime what did you say to your guys to keep that going and he's like well you know we said we tasted blood in the water and we were going to keep going and that was all over x so and actually it was dirt that told me it was i saw that answer and then i went back and watched the press conference and i was like hey that was a schultzy question well done schultzy well i think you need to be asking more questions i caught one yesterday towards the middle back end of his press conference in the post game where uh, a media reporter i don't I don't know where she works, but she asked the question, what's motivating your team? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got Friendship. Called. Yeah, she got called on instead of me. It was great. And that is what the answer was. We like each other. That's why we're playing Brotherhood. Hard. Dan is nice enough. Landing is nice yes. enough to go with it instead of going, I mean, winning. What? You know, or the whole thing. Talking about right now. <laughs> I mean, I guess in everybody's defense, it was like, Midnight at that point? Nah, so. nah, that's your no, job. Like, no. take a nap and get ready and go to work, ask good questions. I, I was going to ask a good one. I was going to eat. What was your good question? Well, Coach brought up, before we took questions, he's like, you know, we sometimes have to deal with questionable calls, don't want to get too deep into that. And I was going to be like, you know, Coach, how do you get through in the moment mm. a questionable pass interference call where it looks like the receiver just fell down and your guy <laughs> didn't do anything? What do you say on the sideline after that? Because you want to be aggressive, but like there's got to be a message that you can give. I wanted, to, I wanted to try and bring it up and kind of tee up the whole like, yeah, it didn't look like you got any favorable calls on the defensive side of the ball there, so... Unfortunately, didn't get that chance. Well, it all starts with our position, right? We got to be in the right spot, right? <laughs> right, uh, right, right. You right. got to fight for the program, and uh, this is not acceptable. We take full accountability for everything we do, right? I but, understand. Uh, at the same time, you know, I'd like to see it be a little more physical. That's a pretty good impression. I like that. I've that watched a good. lot of this press conference. That's pretty this solid. Year. I've watched more press conferences this year than I ever have. 
Yeah, I don't know why I watch so many of them because you don't really ever get anything from them. I'm always looking for some sort of nugget for the show, and then you get through like a 15 minute press conference, and you're like, I didn't learn anything. There. No, I already knew all of that. Yeah, was, I, I even when I interviewed Lanning at uh, we were down there for that Duck Media Day show. I even preempted some of my questions with a, I know what you're going to answer. And he responded with, uh, all right, what's my answer going to be? And then I told him what his answer was going to be, and he was like, yeah, that was about right. Because this was before we knew about the move to the Big Ten, and it was like all that news was in the air. So it's like, hey, like, is that something you're paying attention to? It's like, ah, I know what you're going to say. He's like, what am I going to say? Well, we're focused on what we can control and day by day, and you know, all this stuff will settle itself, and we trust our university. He's like, yeah, that would be my answer. So what's the point of asking the question? I, I go through that quite often when I watch press conferences. <laughs> there, I'm just like, what is the point of any of this? Like, is, nothing is coming out of this. Just to have an immediate reaction to something we watch. Basically, We, we yeah. need something explained to us. What happened here? <laughs> well, and, and the thing about Landing is he's always honest. He'll say, like, he was asked about a specific player's play, and he's like, well, I'll have to go check the tape. Like, he... You know, he's not going to memorize every second of every player's, you know, what they did or did not do on specific downs and distances. I mean, there is a little bit of an AI feel sometimes. It, and not just like, I'm not trying to toss anybody like on Oregon's media. I'm, I'm trying to sing in general for all press conferences and sports. I'm and glad you, you specified Oregon Media was going to email our boss if you didn't specify yeah. that right You're gonna now. You're going to get in trouble, Schulte. Uh, you better be careful. Six tread lightly. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying tread to step on lightly. Toes. No, just in general, you tune in. <laughs> to any, you know, gosh, playoff game, whatever. Like, it's like, well, you know, we played hard. It's like the, the Rashid Wallace quote, both teams played hard, is <laughs> pretty effective answer here even in 2023 to most questions. And most questions are a little draw. Do you, did you find yourself regretting your hamburger purchase at, what time did you purchase it? 2 a.m.? Yeah, about 2, yeah. 2 a.m. So, like, you could have done two things. You could have not gone there, gone home, fallen asleep, woke up, had a nice breakfast. Okay. But did you find yourself eating that burger, regretting it at all? Like, why am I doing a 2 a.m. cheeseburger right now? Absolutely not. I was starving. (laughs) (laughs) I will answer that question as somebody who ate a midnight cheeseburger. (laughs) Yes, I regretted that decision. Did you? Yes, I absolutely did. I appreciate that honesty. I looked in the mirror as I was going to bed and thought, why did I just eat a cheeseburger at 12 o'clock at night? This is not a good decision to make. Glad I had 1,000 calories to the diet right before I go to sleep. (laughs) That's when you really want to eat because I've heard and read that if you eat a lot of fat food right before you go to sleep, you just burn it off in your sleep. Sleep, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you dream hard enough yeah. and your mind's working quickly enough, boom, it's like a workout. I think that's the equivalent to Step Brothers <laughs> when he's sweating on the couch saying, Why are you sweating? He goes, I was watching cops. Yeah. Like, I think <laughs> that's kind of the equivalent. He's working hard. He's running real hard in my dreams. <laughs> Burn a thousand calories. Hey, can I say something too, by the way? You know what I did yesterday? What'd you do? Officially fulfill the promise. Promises made, promises kept. Oh, what did we do? Did not watch a second of Sunday night football. You didn't watch a second? Did not watch a second of that game. Really? And I had a big ticket on that under, which cash, by the way. (laughs) Well, I mean. Just horrible offenses. I already watched that game Thursday. Yeah. That's the same game. It is the same game. Bad teams, bad offenses, bad football. I didn't need to go anywhere near it. I had to catch up on the, uh, because I missed the whole first half of the Washington-Utah game. So I I had to go back and watch that. And by that point, I didn't have the opportunity to watch the Oregon State game yet. Not that I missed much, because they kicked the you-know-what out of Stanford. Yeah. But I wanted to go back and see it, so I spent my Sunday evening watching those replays and then uh, late kicks. So I stayed away. So you caught the second half of UW? I heard this By right. the time we got down there, yeah, we started the show. The second half was kicking off, so we had a screen in front of us during the pregame show to watch the second half. Uh, that's Ooh, a spicy. That is a yeah. wild way 
Of all the games that happened this weekend, that's the most wild game to watch in that order. Yes. Because what you saw in the second half is not at all what you saw no. in the first half. No, 11 to nothing in the second half. 28 <laughs> to 24 in the first half. Two different yeah. halves. 28. I'm like, oh, we're going to get into the 40s and 50s here. <laughs> nope, Utah's not going to score another point. I'm like, I would have never guessed that was going to happen. There's a couple of reminders of why I love reacting to games more so than previewing them because nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. Nobody knows what's going to happen in any of these games. Like, if I would have told you on Friday that Oregon's main success offensively was going to be throwing the football against you, they're going to throw for 400-plus yards and at times struggle to run the ball. Nobody saw that coming, but they did. I know the numbers were fine at the end of the game. And just like Utah and Washington, I I think last week when I said I like Utah to cover the nine-point spread, it was because they're going to run the ball and play defense. They're going to control the clock. They're going to keep Washington off the field. (laughs) And here comes 70-yard touchdown after 70-yard touchdown, just like we all saw coming. Nobody knows what the hell is going to happen. What are we previewing today? (laughs) Uh, Blazers game? A terrible Monday Night Football game? Blazers play tomorrow. Utah tomorrow. Thank God. I don't have to subject myself to that this What is Monday night? Oh, it's Broncos Bills. Broncos and Bills. I think the Broncos can hang with them. We're on a really rough stretch of primetime games right now. Oh, I thought you were going to say a really rough time of picking games. Like, no, we're not. No, no, we're not. I'm on a decent little streak. But we finally get a reprieve next Monday because you got uh, Chiefs and Eagles on Monday Night Football next week. Did you feel like Bills... Bengals kind of let down though a week ago. It got, yes, I, I kind of felt like it was a bit of a letdown. It got off to an unbelievable start, and then it just kind of fizzled. Just died. And I'm yeah. okay with defensive games, but this week we get Bengals and Ravens Thursday night, mm. so it's a prop up. I like that. The Sunday night game still sucks. It's Vikings and Broncos. Why is Denver allowed to play in multiple primetime games? Like, just get them out. Vikings, I'm okay with. They got an astronaut at quarterback. <laughs> astronaut. And then uh, Eagles and Chiefs. So at least Thursday and Monday are good this week. The rest of the prime. Pr- Time slate this week. It's just horrible. Yeah, I um I just I, I just want good games and I think yes. it's gonna be funny when we look back on the Ravens schedule and see six games and go, they should have not lost any six of those games. <laughs> oh, no, they very easily could be just undefeated. like this year. They have three losses that yeah. make zero sense. Yes, yes. Should have won those games. No, no sense to lose that game at all. None. No. Cleveland sucks. Their <laughs> offense is terrible. Their quarterback's <laughs> awful. And yeah, there they are, turning the ball over and allowing Cleveland to score and then win. Like, what are we doing? I, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but I actually feel for NFL schedule makers for Monday night this week because I'm sure they looked at the schedule at the beginning of the season like, oh, yeah, Broncos, Bills, middle of the year. It's going to be great. Now they're giving Sean Payton the middle finger. Like, <laughs> you made us look like What idiots. about last year with the Broncos suggested at all they should be on prime It was time? No, no, it was nothing. This was all nothing. Sean Payton. Nothing yes, at all. Ex- they all reacted to Sean Payton. Damn right. And we regret it right now. Even though I think they can actually hang with the Bills. Yeah, I'll watch that game tonight. I'll keep an eye on that. Hey, I mean, you know, sometimes it's like uh, Broncos country. Let's hide or (laughs) Broncos country. Let's ride. You know, I don't know what one we're going to get tonight. but Could get a shootout because Denver's really bad defensively. And Buffalo's been having their issues lately. So hopefully we get a little bit of offense. Give me something. A couple of tutties. Well, uh, we got a good show today. Pate State's going to stop by at 730. He's going to Corvallis. He is. It's big time news. Our listeners are very excited about that. Before we even set on our announcement, we had listeners tweeting us saying uh, Pate's coming to Corvallis. He's the only show that appears to want to go to Corvallis because game day's not. They're going to James Madison for the third time in 10 years. They haven't been to Corvallis <laughs> once in 13 years. No, they have not. And good for Pate, too, because uh, he has not been a big fan favorite amongst Husky and Beaver fans this season. They have not been very Pate fond State? of very. They've not been very fond oh, of Pate God, State. Get over it. <laughs>
get a what because of his JP poll? Yes, they're very offended by that. It's literally a made up poll <laughs> that he uses for his show, and people react as if it's like the final college football playoff poll. This is how it's going to end. Did you not know that? If you're in the top four, that means you're guaranteed a spot on the college football playoff. Let me guess, it's another group of fans that's mad because he's high on Oregon. Is that God? Just <laughs> yep. get over yep. yourself. What is wrong with you? You bother me. <laughs> I bet I do. Your dad's a beaver. You've called your dad everything else except. College football for some reason. That is the one. Uh, the one thing I, I think, think I hit took... it on the head there, Schultz. Yeah. Wait, did you start rooting for him? Oh eight, oh nine. I hit it on the head there. Is the one thing. Twenty ten. Schultz's storming no. Reeser. I got a lighter, guys. I think he's the one that lit the field I bet on he fire. Is the guy that lit the field I need on an fire. Investigation. Huh? No, no. But is <laughs> it is the one sad thing I took from my no longer stepdad is that yeah, duck fandom. But that's a big part of my life. So there you go. Based on what you've said on air, you love your dad. You're not fond of your ex. Stepdad, but I love my ducks, baby. And you stole your stepdad, who you don't like's team, and spurned your dad, who you do love. Yeah, season tickets. Uh, it, it is. Are you in to... therapy? Because you have you could sit down for an hour on a couch. I, uh, think. I could many hours. Many. Yeah, I think you could. Uh, let's get it going. We'll start with local taste. What do we make of the weekend? Dirt and spray. Good to be with you. We start next on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. You can always tune in on the Odyssey app. 1080 AM, 99.5 HD2. And uh, if you're home at the office, you want to sneak a peek at my wicked stash, day five, youtube.com backslash 1080 the fan. It's looking good. I like it. 
It's coming uh, it's in thick. Increasingly bothering my family by thick day. Thick and bushy. I yeah. like it. It's a little red, too. <laughs> hey. Make sure to zoom the camera in. Not on the stash, but just you got to get yeah. a view. You got to get a close up over there. It's blonde, reddish brown. I don't know how to classify the color here. It's a very awkward. Uh, that sucks. I'm no ideal with the same thing. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm trying to say it sucks when you cannot grow. Sound like my daughter. <laughs> that sucks, Dad. Turn and shave it on your face. Wasn't trying to come across that way, but uh, all right, whatever. It's good. Uh, Dirt, what did you make of the local schools this weekend? The four uh, Pacific Northwest schools. I wrote... I wrote some things down, very quick little blurbs of each team and each performance. Do you okay. want me to run down this list sure, with you? give me your blurbs. I want your blurbs. I'm curious if you agree with this. Okay. Let's start with the obvious. Wazoo. What the F? Just just downfall. What the Tailspin. F, dude. I don't know what happened. It's That's bad. When he gets fired, because he should be, he's yeah. an awful coach. We're going to find out some hard truths. And maybe the NIL clip was kind of the telling part of this of he got wind of players being, you know, uh, tempted away with the portal money or whatnot, but God, if you would have said, if I would have told you after Oregon State lost at Washington State, thirty-eight, thirty-five, they were up twenty-one going into the fourth quarter of that game. If I would have told you on Monday's show, because remember the emotions some of us had on that game on Monday's show, I would have said Washington State, Oregon State's better than them, Dirt, and Washington yep. State won't win a game the rest of the season. They might not. They got Colorado at home on Friday night. Colorado's coming close. They're playing they, better football. They could have beaten Arizona. They they threw some opportunities away, but yep. they're they're competing at least. You got Colorado at home, and then obviously the Apple Cup in You're Seattle, not beating Washington. you're not winning that That's game. not happening. So you got a shot to get to five. If you don't win this Friday, that would end the season on an eight-game losing streak. And I don't know... You would have laughed me out of the studio, wouldn't you? You're like, get out of here. You're bitter. You're a Beaver fan. Like, stop. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Not that Washington State isn't winning the conference or going to a playoff. Like, nobody ever thought that. But when they were 4-0 with wins over Wisconsin and Oregon State, I want to say a month into the season, they were the only team in the country that had two wins over ranked teams because Wisconsin was ranked and Oregon State was ranked. They were, like, the only one that had that resume. And I just did not win a game again. I, again, it's one thing to lose to Oregon or to lose the Apple Cup or to lose to some of these better teams. Utah beats you. It's another thing to get embarrassed in some of your matchups. And then, you know, like this weekend, they fell into a 14 nothing hole like that. Yes. They give a scoop and score fumble, which yep. is a weird kind of no-call call thing. And then you give up an easy touchdown. It's just like, all right, here we go. We've lost five in a row. Now we're down 14 nothing in the first quarter. At least give them credit for fighting back. But, dear God, man, I don't know what the hell happened there. They won't be there. I think with overall wins, but if they don't beat Colorado, it's going to be really wild to say out loud, Washington State's the worst team in the conference. Yeah, because right now... You lost at home to Stanford. I would pick Arizona State to beat you. Yeah, like, probably. Who, I mean, maybe they beat Colorado and they'll, you know, break this losing streak. But it is they them and Colorado are the only teams that are one loss in the or one win in the Pac-12. What the f was Colorado's all my one and six was. and Wazoo's one and six. Stanford's two and six. Arizona State's two and five, and that was Cal's second Pac-12 win. Uh, Oregon State. I just wrote a true top ten showing. That's kind of all I wanted was what you did, what they did on Saturday. Dude, didn't fart around at all, man. No. Right out of the gate, you knew you knew seven minutes into that game that this thing is over. Stanford can't hang. You're going to suffocate them defensively. They can't stop Damian Martinez. Second to last home game, they yeah. they blew out a bad team the way you're supposed to. Uh, you dub. I wrote tough. I thought that was a tough win for them. Like I thought they yeah. played, especially the second half defensively. 
They were physical, man. Like, I, I know Utah's down to their third-string quarterback, who's kind of their second string, even though he was relegated back to third but came back as a second. <laughs> but, you know, Utah was doing some things in that first half that made you think, hey, Utah can win this game. They were up 28-24. They had 28 points at halftime. Felt a little uncomfortable, <laughs> I think, if you were a Washington fan going into the half. But, man, that defense didn't allow anything in the second half. I thought that was a tough performance by UW. Yeah, they just keep I, – I, I think the way that I would sum up Washington is find a way. Like, their fans are so interested right now in where they're ranked and who has Oregon in a power ranking ahead of them and what people are saying about two weeks from now. None of that matters, man. Just keep finding ways to win games. At the end of the season, if you're undefeated, and you win the conference, it doesn't matter if you beat Utah by 7 or if you beat them by 28. None of that matters. The way that they played defensively in the second half was really impressive. I think the one thing, too, about that is just the idea of going undefeated in conference play. Like They've they've got a a mighty big test this weekend in Corvallis, Oregon, USA. I'll be down there for that one. Yeah, I would say this is the second toughest game on their schedule. Then they have Wazoo, and then if they take care of that business... Pac-12 title game, here you are. And yes, you'll have Oregon rematch uh, if Oregon takes care of their business. But to just get through the regular season undefeated, if they get to that point, like I know we've nitpicked the Huskies in some of these weeks with Stanford, ASU, whatnot, but mm-hmm. th- there is a there's a simple hell of a, a display of football and, and just kind of team aspect of getting through that, that regular season undefeated. And how rare it is, especially in this conference. No team has gone undefeated in conference play. 9-0 in the Pac-12 has never been done. And and they have an opportunity to do something and, and break history in that way. And so, yeah, they haven't looked maybe as good as, uh, for some people, Oregon. But if they can get through 12-0, and like there's an element of that that I'm just like... Yeah, I'm. I have no criticism. You did something that nobody else has done ever. At this point, with teams in the top seven or eight, you're just nitpicking. You're trying to find like if there is a weakness, what sure. is what is going to be the thing that causes you to not reach your ultimate goal? Because Washington's one of the best teams in the country, and nobody doubts it. So when you find ways to criticize them, it's just about if there is an issue that will rear its ugly head at the wrong time. What could it possibly be? I will say though, nine and zero has never been done. Good luck this weekend. <laughs> good good luck. That line opened two and a half. By the time I tweeted it on our show page, it was already swung around. It went to one. Yeah, I'm so glad Oregon's not playing in Corvallis <laughs> this year. I am so glad that game is at odds. Yeah, and that's that's the benefit of it. And lastly, Oregon, I wrote fast. Just everything. Fast. Franklin, 80 yards. Boom. Touchdown. Defense flying around. Like I I just wrote fast. That's what was my takeaway. I would use the word finish. I did not like the way that they finished both the first half and the second half. That game was very close in the third quarter to teetering on the brink of a blowout. And then you looked up and you're like, why is this a nine-point game? Like, what happened here? This was 36-14 to with 13 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And it should have gone the other direction. And so I that left kind of it was one of those wins that leaves a bit of a sour taste in your mouth because it felt like they had a chance again to kind of send one of those messages with a blowout win. And they were a play here or a play there away from doing it. But again, this is nitpicky, right? You just beat if I would have told you at the start I, I of the year. You, I think it's nitpicky. Of I course really it is. Do, like yeah. if I would have told anybody at the start of the year, like, hey, you're only gonna beat USC by nine, you're gonna be disappointed by that. I'd laugh at you, right? Like, of course I'm not gonna is be Duck disappointed. Fan by disappointed that. today, you think? I was a little disappointed on Saturday. Really? It's the standard. You gotta play to the standard. <laughs> Standard Sprague, you didn't play to the standard. (laughs) I think you're too nitpicky. I mean, even Evan Williams after the game said that I think, yeah, maybe style points were lost. Uh, Like, could have had some of those, but it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't really an effect at the end of the game for you. It was definitely frustrating because I think you were like two miscues away in the first half from having two more scores. And it should have been like, what, you know, 40 
to to like ten going into halftime. Guys, it, you can't you can't win forty to ten yeah. every single weekend. You, can, you technically can. Well, it's okay. It's just very hard to do it. All right, True. all right. Well, I guess. Well, no, here let the 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 only counter argument. We just like, talked about nitpicking with Washington. Let me nitpick, damn it. Let me step in here. Let me nitpick. Okay, I'm kicking the door down. Like that game, that being an eight point game at halftime, pissed that grinded my gears. That had no business Why? being a one possession Why? game at halftime. Why? Because oh, the reason not the it was, worst team in college. Football. No, I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying the reason it was a one possession game was because you did things to harm yourself. Yeah, and that's really frustrating. And just the flow of the game for Oregon, especially in the first half, it really felt like just God in the second quarter, Oregon should be up by a lot more, and they just weren't. My takeaway at halftime was that I, if you looked at just the numbers, the yeah. stats, you're like, hey, Bo Nix has got almost 300 yards and tuds. You've got Bucky Irving running like a maniac. If you just looked at the stats, my takeaway was, I'm surprised there's not more points on this scoreboard. And it's only a one-possession game. Yeah. So now you're nitpicking. Why are you I'm nitpicking? Not, no, I'm not nitpicking. See, here's the reason we nitpick. Like, I think it looked, their numbers looked like they had 50 points. They had like 20-something. So that's all, that's all I'm saying. What happened in the Washington game? The Oregon-Washington game? Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, which, which element of it? The Did your down? numbers look like, if you just looked at the oh, box score, yeah. would you have thought you won that game or Oregon won that game? Yes. See, and that's, the, yes. that's why you bring this up is because you had a very similar game where you were clearly the better team. There, nobody doubted that at all, and you had chances to blow that thing open. Statistically speaking, you blew them out. You held them below almost all their averages. Like I, have, the, the way the defense played, I thought, lend itself to be a blowout kind of performance, and the offense just didn't finish it. But those kind of games are dangerous when you allow teams to hang around, especially good teams. Like You're going to find a way to lose eventually. It bit them earlier this year, and I think that's why there's criticism. We'll hold this for the top of the hour, but a little bit of local taste from the four schools this weekend. Washington State can't stop losing. Oregon State blows out Stanford. Oregon takes care of USC and Washington beats Utah in Seattle. Coming up next, uh, the game of the weekend for most people in college football and the craziness surrounding it. That's next, but first, Schultz with the sports update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Dirt and Spray. with a hole down the sideline. Can he get there? Blake the Great. Touchdown, Wolverine. 30 yards. 
Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Once upon a time, Dirt had nightmares of 19 straight runs from Oregon State on Oregon. Now, Dirt, imagine the 19 straight runs that you still hear about on Twitter from time to time. And I want you to to nearly double them and imagine you lose that way. You know a team's not going to throw the ball. You know it every time, and it doesn't matter because Michigan ran 32 straight times on Penn State and dominated the Nittany Lions. Do not allow that final score <laughs> to make you think that game was close. It wasn't. It wasn't at all, and I wish we could gamble legally on sports on an app because I would have cleaned house on Michigan minus the four. They dominated Penn State this weekend. They did. Once Once you had the Aller fumble on the opening drive of the second half, it was a 14-9 game at the half, and he fumbled it about midfield as Penn State was trying to move the football, which did not happen very often throughout the course of that game. That was basically it. Michigan scored a touchdown on that drive, and you're like, all right, this game's over. Penn State doesn't have the offense to dig out of this, and they didn't end up scoring another touchdown until very late in the game. They had opportunities early, got inside the five-yard line uh, early on in that game, had to settle for a field goal they couldn't score a touchdown that was one of the most inept offensive performances that I think I have ever seen from a major college football program they could not throw the ball Drew Aller was supposed to be their savior he was 10 of 22 for 70 yards he averaged three yards of completion he had that fumble that I talked about he was awful and it is probably the most embarrassing way that you could lose to a team and I know this because Oregon did it to Oregon State or Oregon State did it to Oregon last year when they ran the ball 19 straight times and it's just it's demoralizing there's nothing that you can do that was a Jimmy Garoppolo performance they did not throw the football in the second half they attempted two passes both of them were pass interference so calls they don't count so they didn't count he was 7 of 8 for 60 yards yeah like get Jimmy G Dear God. Get man. him out of the Heisman race, by First the way. First off, He's gone. can we also... Yes, he's I mean, eliminated. Also, doing? get out of here with Michigan, dude. That team's going to get waxed in the playoff. Waxed. Really? Your, I hope they have to play Georgia in the first round, <laughs> and I can't wait for Georgia to just kick their teeth in again. Here we go again. Third year in a row. Michigan's great. Oh, what a dominant team. Yeah, how'd that game against TCU go last year? How'd the game against Georgia go two years ago? Michigan is not in that same caliber, in my opinion, and I think this weekend proved it, uh, to beat Penn State, who can't move the ball offensively. Like, get out of here. It, nice to finally play a team, though, in Week 10. I'm glad you finally played a team with a pulse. Uh, you don't think Michigan could beat, like, Florida State? Maybe Florida State, but I don't know if that would be the matchup. Okay. But they, they're not beating Georgia. They're not beating Alabama. I don't know if they beat Washington. I don't think they would beat Oregon. Are they going to beat Ohio State? Uh, I don't know. I think that's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be another horrible, low-scoring defensive yes. battle with bad offense. I'm slamming the <laughs> under of that game because yes. I think McCord's going to be terrible and I think Quorum's going to run at like 2.7 a clip, and somehow they're going to win like 6-3. to three. You don't have the ability to run like this on Ohio State's defense. You just don't. No, no. Well, they've done it in the past, but I don't think they'll be able to do it well, this year with helps. this specific group. Helps when you know what the defense is calling. Well, this year they won't know what the defense is calling. What's a funny transformation, I think, on this show within the span of a year is I've been kind of one to call out Harbaugh in Michigan. Dirt's usually pretty quick to defend Harbaugh because he's a Harbaugh guy. But I, I, Dirt, you seem done with them. You seem done with the Harbaugh Michigan thing. <laughs> I'm with you on the playoff performances. Like you can't have back to back performances where you show up and and then you don't show up for the actual game itself. You also can't have a schedule where you play and nobody until November 12th or 11th. Like that's a joke. And I, despite thinking Michigan was going to do what they did to Penn State, Dirt, I found myself watching this game actually getting upset, actually getting mad. 
that Michigan's first real test of the year yes, is what two weeks to go was November 11th. Yeah, like it's an how, embarrassment. How does a schedule like that get granted? I know some of this isn't their fault that the Big Ten is so so got GD bad <laughs> that like they play Indiana and Indiana stands zero chance. Yeah, but as a fan of a two loss team who wishes they had just one or no losses. It sucks to know that some teams actually have real schedules and other teams somehow somehow fly right by. So what bothers me most about the sport, that everybody's allowed to play by different rules, and it doesn't matter who you play. I've always used the Washington example the year that they made the playoff. Everybody made fun of their non-conference schedule and called it cupcakes, but at the end of the season, what happened? They didn't lose to one of those SEC teams in week one. They went undefeated, had the one stumble late in the year against USC, and they made the college football playoff. Like There is no reason to play anybody, and this is what drives me nuts about the current format. We we reward crap like this, and it's why I'm anti-Michigan. It's not a Harbaugh thing, like whatever. He cheated. They blatantly cheated. Uh, I think they're they're kind of coming together and backing themselves into a corner and going us versus the world mentality is making me angrier and angrier and angrier. Like yeah, they're the victim too. here. Me too. Like, the, like how dare you come at like <laughs> bet. you? You cheated. Bet. Yeah. Bet. 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 Tom Brady. Bet. I love how he tweeted that. Yeah. He should know how to cheat too because he won two Super Bowls cheating early in his career. <laughs> I can't stand this crap anymore. I found myself rooting for Penn State. You know how dirty that feels oh, to no, root dude. for Penn State. I was no. rooting for Penn State on Saturday and I could never forget forgive Michigan for making me do that. It's the only program I will never root for. I always root against. I don't care. I can suspend it. Their interim coach, Sharon Moore, is their offensive coordinator. Uh, Schultz, pulled this post-game cut. This is Sharon Moore, the uh, OC of uh, Michigan, interviewed on the field after beating Penn State. I want to thank the Lord. I want to thank Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. I love you, man. I did this for you. For this university, R.I.P. Jim, our A.D. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. So hey, he hey. he clearly didn't know he was on live television, or he just just doesn't care. And I mean, they don't care about rules at Michigan anymore. Well, it's interesting here because we got to. I want to get some coaching stuff here, but like, what's interesting to me is he gets suspended on the plane. His injunction isn't filed because of the holiday, and so he gets to miss this game, but be in 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 Penn, you know, College Station or not College Station, um, uh, whatever the Penn State, State is. College, State College. Thank you. I always get them in College Station mixed up in yeah. my head. Beaver Stadium and State College. It's very confusing. Isn't there Happy Valley in there too? I feel. And like. I believe it's also Happy Valley. <laughs> I think that's the. S- yeah, There's I like don't know. Two Oregon yeah. references in Penn State. It always confuses me. But yeah. it's what's funny to me is what you highlight there. Is Jim Harbaugh the only person, player, or coach that benefited from the cheating? <laughs> no. So the entire team did. But they're all just out there acting, by the way, after they beat a team that's less than, acting like Harbaugh has stage four terminal cancer. Who he's about to like, I just felt the whole approach was weird. It's all like, bet. Because they suspended the coach without, you know, they didn't they didn't follow precedent here, but they wanted to be aggressive, and so they were. I just find the whole thing weird. I find the Big Ten's handling of it weird. I find the Michigan stuff, like the reaction to it, as if they've been wronged, as if Connor Stallions wasn't all over that program. They had a coach on the sideline of a game in which they were not playing, using sunglasses with a camera to film the other sideline. Bet. 
Like that happened. Bet. Like that's where like I get the whole like they had the Big Ten handle this correctly and they acted maybe they acted too like we've never seen this before. Michigan needs to come over to the pack too. Uh, Michigan, Oregon State, Washington. That's the funniest State. thing out of all this is like we might leave the Big Ten. You're not going anywhere. What if they did? Shut though? up and sit down. What if they did? The only conference they would leave for is the SEC because financially they're not going to take the hit. They don't have the balls to go play Alabama, Georgia, Texas every year. They don't have the balls. They get the benefit of this schedule where you get to play Minnesota and yes. Iowa and Nebraska yes. and Indiana and Northwestern. They're not running away from that. They're going to be pulling in seventy million dollars a school to beat up on cupcakes in 9 out of 10 of their conference games, and they're going to go to the SEC? Get out of here with that garbage. I think it's one thing to win your first game as an interim coach at Penn State and say, like, that's what's overwhelming me. Very awkward, like, Harbaugh got you that emotional, huh? He he did it to you, huh? R.I.P., man. Great guy. Great coach. Thanks for what he did for the 49ers. Did you see Blake Corm's nose? Sad he's died so soon. He got jacked up early in that game. He had a big old gash on his face. How's his corporation doing with Connor Stallions, the one that he didn't know about, that his, his uh, John Hancock was on all those documents? I had no idea that... Connor Stallions is part of my LLC. Yeah, he forged my signature to start an LLC. I've never heard of this guy. I've never, like, who's Connor Stallions? I have no clue. Bet. I don't know if I can root for Penn State, but I wouldn't be mad if, if Ohio, or not Penn State, Ohio State. I can't root for Ohio State, but I wouldn't be upset if Ohio State beat Michigan this year. Dude, this is like the equivalent. But I also think they're fraudulent. I don't think they're in. The, sure. The, I think their defense is legit. Their offense isn't very good. And that's kind of yeah. how I feel about Michigan. I think that's, Michigan has yeah. a really good defense. I don't trust their offense against a good. Like, Nor they, should you. Dude, their offense did not look Nor good this you. weekend. That was a 14-9 to game early in the third quarter. Uh, coming up next, it didn't age well. Bob, it didn't age well. Next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You got what I need. But you this is Dirt and Sprague. Says here Jimbo Fisher, head football coach, NCAA Division I Football National Championship, Texas A&M University. The only, <laughs> the only difference between Kobe's and yours is you get to fill in a date. <laughs> I hope I fill in a couple. <laughs> Dirt and spray gone 1080. The fan. Ah, well, it's over for old Jimbo. Who could have ever seen it coming? <laughs> not me for the last three, four years. Nope, not me. Dear God. I actually, can I give AM credit? Even though they're going to pay him $75 no. million and not no, work anymore? No, no, They you, made, they actually did it. They no, actually did it. Stop. Good for them. Good yeah. for AM. Okay, good for them. <laughs> and they steal your coach and you're like, hey, let's go back and visit this topic. As a Duck fan, this is what I have to say to AM today. I'll go home and get your f***ing shine box. All right? Stop it. Can wow. you stop thinking of yourselves as a prominent program? Why? Because hmm. you're from Texas? Why? Because Paul Bear Bryant had to stop and had his little junction boys tour that this this is ridiculous but was it a tour they went on like all through america (laughs) the junction boys yeah yeah guys yeah by the way included yeah this is when not giving water was popular in the 40s in a method of training but no seriously so this is why because he stopped there before his prominence at alabama 
He because he won. Oh, you're not. So many conference titles <laughs> in the SEC. In fact, I don't know. Go back to like the Southwestern Conference. Oh, when did you win one? Like '98. When you won a conference title last? Because Kevin Sumlin led you to greatness. What in the hell are you doing in College Station? Oh, excuse me, I forgot about Johnny Menzel's Heisman. Yeah, they should be top five every year. This is freaking ridiculous. Anyways, I, sorry. I digress. We're good. So you don't think that's a good job? I don't think Texas A&M is as prominent of a program. It's, well, those are different things, that's right? A very so those thing. are different arguments. Yeah. You're not wrong that it's not a. It doesn't have a good history. It doesn't have. It's not a prominent program in that regard. But if you're like looking for, what like what makes a college job good? Money, right? Like money. F- support, nil money, boosters, facilities, facilities. Yeah, like A and M checks it all. every box. A and M is like if Arizona State had money. Arizona State doesn't have money, but everybody always says Arizona State's a sleeping giant yes. because there's hot chicks down there and who wouldn't uh-huh. want to go be in Tempe. They don't have money, though. Their stadium is crumbling. Their facilities are terrible. Like, there's no history, nor is there any money, which is why Arizona State, not a sleeping giant. A&M is a sleeping giant. They have just, like, dude, how many bad coaching hires can you make in a row? Kevin Sumlin was their, like, that was their hire. And without Johnny Manziel, that dude gets fired three years earlier. He couldn't hack it in the SEC. And Jimbo Fisher, like, we saw this at the end of the Florida State run. Things ended terrible. It wasn't like he won a national title. They said, here's $100 million, now come coach us. He won a national title, and then he sucked for, like, three years after they lost in that playoff game. And then they gave him $100 million. They just need to make the right hire there. I'll shut up with this point, though. I I hear you. That's a good point. You're right. They are a sleeping giant. However, at this point... Point from the quotes that I've read the last two days, it sounds like their president or interim president, excuse me, because they're they're in a little flux there. Their interim president and AD think that they are an Alabama type school, and I mean, that at gonna, this point I, is I, not the case. Schultz, I I think you can make a real argument they are, but they haven't ha- they haven't nailed the hire. And and look, will they do it again? I certainly wouldn't put it past them if they're willing to give somebody a crazy amount of money. Man. Well, that's the thing about this man is like whether it's Dan Lanning or Mike Elko or whoever the hell you want to fill in the blanks here because the list is long. If they want to pay the person to be there, they're probably going to get that person because they are going to pay eighty million for Jimbo to go away. <laughs> Probably have to pay another ten to twenty, depending on who they go after for a buyout, mm-hmm. and then give on an annual basis that person probably nine to eleven million dollars a year on like a five year deal. Depending on who they get, it might be more than that. Because if you're hiring somebody away to go into that cesspool currently, you're going to probably have to get north of probably north of ten. I would say like you're going to have to make that whoever you go get one of the highest paid coaches in the sport. I, I had somebody in the East Coast who loves college football and. Asked who who would who if you could tell Texas A and M who to hire, and I'm just, I'm being genuinely honest here, it would be your guy, sure. But I don't think he's gonna go because it doesn't it to me it doesn't make sense right now. But money doesn't always. It's not about making sense with money. No pun intended. There, sometimes the money's dumb, but like I just don't I don't see it personally with Dan Lanning. No, I don't either. I I will say like a PSA to Duck fans, don't do the he's never going to leave thing. And again. that's the other thing like, I add to stop. it. I, I like, saw this like <laughs> it's hard for me to believe. You just lived through this two yes. different times like in the last 5 years. What do you mean this is hard for you to see? I mean this the Taggart one, he was a snake oil salesman. Sure. Like that was one he he had bounced around from job to job to job to job to job. The Mario one was the one where it's like, you know, what did you see what he said at his press conference though? He he needs to be dragged out of the facilities. Like that was the argument that we made 
and he's never going to leave because he said that, and we gave him his opportunity and voted him the interim coach and then gave him the full-time job. He wouldn't spurn us four years later, would he? Yes, he would. This is college football. So don't do the Dan Lanning's not going anywhere shtick because we have no clue how this is going to turn out. We don't. That being said, I also don't see it. Oregon has everything that they need to win. He's off to an unbelievable start. If they win this weekend, in other words, a crazy set I saw, if they win this weekend, that's 10 wins for Lanning and Oregon. Back-to-back 10-win seasons to open his tenure there because they won 10 last year. You know how many 10-win seasons Texas A&M has since, like, 1998? Two. That just blew me away of, like, Jesus, in two years at Oregon, he's had as many 10-win seasons as they've had. Since 98, you said? Since, like, 1998. It's insane how bad that's less than Oregon State. (laughs) It might be, I think Oregon State had more than that. It's insane, insane how bad that program's been. They're going to get the higher, or they're not going to, but they're going to throw money at somebody and they're going to try and win. He wouldn't be my first name, though. Like, you're already selling your soul with what you're doing. You're paying somebody $75 million to not work anymore. I know where you're going. I don't like it. I'm, Urban Meyer is nah, my first call no. and the only call that I'm making. I'm offering that guy $15 million a year to come down here and win. I don't care if he's here for three years, if he's here for five years, if he's here for two years. Mm. He's going to win because he's won everywhere he's been. He, too, has sold his soul to the devil and has quit multiple jobs after like letting assistant coaches beat the crap out of their wives. That is the dude you go get because he will win. Top candidates, Mike Elko, Duke, Dan Landing, Oregon, Lane Train at Ole Miss, Norvell at Florida State, Jeff Trailer at UTSA, Cliff Kingsbury, a coordinator analyst at Fun SC. That. And oh, they're gonna there's go that no way, way that's a real no way. That's not a real possibility. And then Glenn Schumann, who I'm gonna guess is the D coordinator at Georgia. I'm just sure. guessing. I don't know their coaching staff, and I'm sorry. I I mean, I I don't think it's close. I think Landing's the best name of that list. Um but again, I'm not dismissing that it won't happen. I just, I kind of think right now he's hitting a stride at Oregon. And and I I think Oregon can give him a slight pay bump, make everybody happy. A&M moves on. We did have a couple people remember Jeff Tarpley, <laughs> yeah. who we had on from Gig'em 24-7 when we did the Dirty Poll in 2022. Last year's Dirty Poll. Last year's Dirty Poll. So bear that in mind, given they just fired Jimbo Fisher at A&M. Take a listen to Jeff Tarpley's view of Jimbo going into last season. You're talking about a 10-2 and two team that's probably going to be playing a New Year's Six Bowl. Probably no worse than number three in the SEC. Last year, Ole Miss was in third best team in the SEC. They played New Year's Six Bowl. So that's probably the that's, – if they can keep enough people healthy, then that's probably your floor. The that's floor. your floor. That's your floor. The floor is the New Year's Six Bowl floor. third in the SEC. They went five and seven last year. <laughs> this year, they're six and four. The ironic part about the fire, the timing too, was that they did. Did anybody even see what they did this weekend? Oh, they kicked ass. They beat Mississippi State fifty-one to ten. Like, well, yeah. another program that fired their coach. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. I they, mean, you know, so I they had know. to put in the statement. See, the bigger takeaway that I have, we don't have a lot of time here, but no, the bigger takeaway that go. I had on this was what the ramifications mean. Like, if Landing doesn't go, which I don't think he will. What it means for these other programs, dude. There are vultures circling that roster right now of NIL offers like that. They had the number one recruiting class in the history of recruiting two years ago. There's a lot of talent on that roster, and coaches are going to go poach as much of it as they can. It was always a coaching problem to me. It wasn't a talent problem. Never was. Jimbo's a fraud. $80 million. What a life. What a world. Yeah, they had to lead up in the statement saying, well, we made this decision on Thursday night after a four-hour-long conversation. And then they won by 50, and they're like, yeah, we're going to fire you. I'm sorry, Jimbo. Good win, though. Not one 10-win season. That's unreal. Uh, Hour number two, Ducks take care of the Trojans. Huskies beat Utah. Josh paid at 730. Oregon State House of Stanford. We're allowed to get to second hour of the show. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 